We definitely have a couple funnels. Of course, we have an acquisition funnel um, that's through kind of email, Facebook, Google, um, and yeah, we're definitely we're definitely running paid ads through multiple platforms. Hello and welcome to the Ecom Ops Podcast. We believe that there is more than enough content focused on e-commerce marketing and not enough content celebrating the real heroes of e-commerce, those running the operation. Each week, we find and interview an e-commerce operations expert to share the secrets behind how some of this industry's most exciting businesses are run. I'm your host, Norbert Strappler, the CEO of SingSpider. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ecom Ops podcast. Today I'm talking with Emily from Endor, uh, the Endor, uh, which is a great Shopify store where you can buy your, um, yeah, your socks. <laughs> Just tell me a bit more about yourself, Emily, and how you landed into e-commerce. Yeah, so I'm the operations director for Endor. Um, we're uh, an e-commerce company that's based out of Western Canada in a small little island of Vancouver Island. Um, and uh, yeah, I kind of fell into e-commerce in, in a very unexpected way. I, I went to university um, to study something completely different uh, and just what ended did you up... Study? Kind of, uh, I studied recreation and health education. Okay, um, nice. I had a, yeah, I had a real drive to, to work with um, children in the recreation space. Um, and through kind of that and through my love of sport, I uh, ended up meeting our CEO and founder, Rob Fraser. Um, and he kind of onboarded me in, in the early days. And, and that's how I kind of fell into this crazy e-commerce world. Um, but it's yeah, crazy, that's how I kind yeah. of got my start. It's yeah, crazy. It's very crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> it's, a, it's a roller coaster every day. Yeah, cool. Um, what do you think sets uh, Endor apart from your competition? Yeah, so we uh, we make performance socks, um, and we market them kind of to the the active person, the, someone that's living an active lifestyle. Um, of course, in kind of the performance sock industry, um, you get a lot of your your black socks, your white socks, your gray socks, your tube socks, um, the the kind of the classics. Um, but what we like to do is we add. Um, fun and original designs and patterns onto our socks so that each athlete or, or each person that's wearing um, our product, they they can kind of express themselves in an individual way. They can kind of be like, well, today I'm going to wear flamingos. Today I'm going to wear pineapples. Um, and so it kind of just makes uh, that whole concept of, of being an athlete, but also being able to express yourself all, all in one package. And to our listeners, you, le you nearly need to go on uh, endurapirel.com and see those socks. They are really great. So um, uh, it's very colorful page. <laughs> so when you go through that, the patterns are amazing. <laughs> yeah, and they're all they're all originally designed um, by our, obviously our, our product team. Um, and yeah, they do they do a great job. Yeah, what what kind of uh, collaborative process uh, went into the production of them? So, uh, how do you design those stocks? How do you know which patterns to use? Yeah, so I mean, in the beginning, it was obviously a lot of um, testing. We we 
you know, kind of hit certain categories, you know, your animals, your your nature, your florals. Um, and from there, we've basically just developed um, a bit of a, a team algorithm, let's call it, um, for what we kind of know does best, what colors do best. But our product team does a, a, a really great job every month um, after we drop new prints. So, so we drop new prints every single month. Um, there's, there's a lot of designs getting pumped out. Um, and they do a really great job of basically analyzing what does really well, why did it do well. Um, we have a great um, communication channel with uh, our customers through social media. And, and we're always asking them for feedback of why did you guys like this? You know, what, what, what may, what, what made you choose this sock um, over, over, over other socks? And our product team does a great job of collecting all that data and then kind of pumping out designs that are, that, you know, fall under the feedback that we get. I've seen that you also offer a subscription for the socks. Um, tell me a bit more about that. So um, is it, is it um, something that performs better than individual orders or, or how did you came to subscriptions? Yeah, so uh, our subscription program, it's a, it's a monthly subscription. Um, it's kind of, it's newer, definitely. We brought it into the business um, a few years in. And so it's kind of in its infancy, growing, growing every month. Um, the reason subscription works great is, I mean, everybody kind of knows that people love subscriptions these days. Um, yeah. It's great to find a product that you love, uh, purchase it, and then it just comes to you every month or or every three months. Um, you don't have to worry about it. You know that it's it's going to get there. Um, and usually it's for somewhat of a reasonable, reasonable price. Um, so I think people just love the concept of subscription. Uh, and so we wanted to do that with our with our socks. Um, something that's really unique and cool about our subscription is um, the only socks that we send through our subscription are our limited edition designs. And so we design them specifically for subscribers. Um, they they have you know special inspiring stories with them, um, and we only bring them in once. So once they're sold out or once all the subscribers get them, we we never bring them back. That you can never get them again. Um, so our subscription program is really special and it's exciting to see how it's grown over the last uh, two years. Um, yeah, it's monthly. Get a cool pair of limited edition Endure socks. It's really interesting because um, uh, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's like collecting stickers. Somehow. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and and people yeah. love that to to sure. um, to collect some things. So it's really unique to. And in this case, you're collecting uh, socks. Are people wearing they them they, uh, the socks, or or do you do you know that if if it's just used for a collection to really have everything, or are people really I mean, wearing them? I mean, I, I'm pretty sure people are wearing them. I, I don't think you would subscribe to a sock subscription unless you wanted to wear the socks. Well, it depends. Um, if said, it's a collection goods, it, then it's it's limited. It's yeah, true. you know. <laughs> it's true. I mean, that being said, I obviously I own many socks, um, and uh, there's a few that I actually don't really wear anymore, and that's not that's not for any particulars. It's more just they're so special to me that I I don't want to like wear them out or or wreck them in any way so i'm sure there's some people out there that collect our socks just for the collection purpose that, of it. That, that's so fun talking about socks uh it's it's so uh, 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 uh good that you really need every every day um and and making a business out of that by a subscription is really a fun idea i think a great idea totally yeah and the cool thing about socks is i mean 
like you said, everybody needs socks. Everybody wears socks. It, it is a universal piece of clothing. Um, they're super easy to hold as inventory. They're they're great to ship. So from an e-commerce point of view, yep. I mean, they're the perfect they're product. Like they're small, they're easy to ship. And um, yeah, I mean, there isn't a lot of sizes because socks are usually unisex and there's usually yep. smalls or larges. So it's great. It's great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you just ship within Canada, what I've seen. Um, how about uh, additional markets? Did you think about expanding that? So we primarily ship in Canada um, because we're Canadian. That's kind of where we made our mark. Um, mm. But we do ship to America. We have for okay. the last year. Um, so our marketing team is working really hard, especially this year, to kind of expand um, our customer base into the U.S., um, and we just recently, actually last week, opened um, to worldwide shipping. Uh, oh, so we wow. do have that as an option. Yeah, so that's through our our um, USA-based website. Um, and if you're from outside of North America, uh, you can ship on that or you can purchase on that website and we will ship it to you. That's really interesting. Uh, I'm, I'm curious about how this goes. Uh, so uh, we, we might talk about that in a, in a few months. Um, internationalization, uh, is, is it, was it hard for you to, to decide shipping uh, international? Um, how, how did you came um, into that? So especially for Bright Coast and, and, and the carriers? Yeah, so we have um, a very close relationship with our, with our courier company. Um, we've worked with them since day one uh, with the kind of the same team from that company. Uh, and um, they've been really great at investing in us as you know a small startup all the way until where we are today. Um, and so, of course, yeah, there's always going to be barriers there when it comes to um, you know your product costs and your shipping costs and what you're offering your customers, whether it be free shipping or or threshold shipping. but um, like I said, the great thing about socks is they're always going to be small um, and they're always going to be easy to ship. And so that's definitely uh, played to our advantage for the last few years. Um, we've been able to kind of get away with very um, cost-effective shipping rates because our product is so easy to ship. Um, so yeah, we've been very fortunate with our, with our, our partners in, in mm -hmm. the courier business. They've been very helpful. How many people do you have in your team? Yeah, so we currently have um, eight full-time staff. So mm -hmm. we're still quite a small team, still under that 20, 20 people, um, eight full-time. Uh, and then we also have a fulfillment team. Um, they We house all of our inventory, so warehouse it and also fulfill and ship all out of our headquarters. We don't have a 3PL company that does that. Um, so with them all being their uh, part-time workers, we've got six of them right now. So, yeah, mm -hmm. eight full time, six six part time. Wow. Okay. And and do you produce yourself, or do you just um, uh, make the designs and that produce uh, somewhere in a factory? Yeah. So we do have a production team uh, over in the Philippines, mm -hmm. um, and again, they've they've worked with us since day one as well. So it's been okay. it's been kind of nice. Every everybody that we work with logistically. Um, we've worked with since kind of the day one of the company. Um, so our partnerships with them are all very strong. And yeah, our production team in the Philippines, they're great. Um, they kind of started off as a smaller uh, manufacturing company as well. And they've grown obviously with us. Um, 
And yeah, we definitely think of them as part of our team. They're just as important as as the eight full-time people sitting in the office every day. Mm -hmm. And um, let's talk about, the, about your e-com stack. Um, what do you use to to make uh, the perfect shopping experience? Which which tools, which apps, which e-commerce solution? Yeah, so obviously we use Shopify um, as our mm -hmm. e-commerce platform, which we've talked about. Um, we also use Gorgeous as our customer service um, platform. Uh, it's kind of a great, uh, great platform that brings in kind of all your emails, all your social media DMs, all your comments into one platform so that our customer service team has one window to look at for everything. So that's been mm -hmm. um, really, really great to use. Uh, we use ShipStation for all of our fulfillment and shipping. Um, of course, we have things like the Google Drive. That's how we work um, on a team basis. Um, and then we also use Sin7 as an inventory management uh, software. Mm -hmm. And um, do you use any kind of marketing tools connected to your Shopify store? Like, uh, marketing. Sure, go ahead. Uh, so I hear so often Clavio is, is, okay. is often used and... Yeah, so we do use Clavio as well. Yeah, sorry, I'm not as uh, I'm not as versed with the with the marketing side. Um, yeah, but yeah, Clavio is our email platform, mm -hmm. um, and then uh, all of our kind of creatives and such are are done uh, from marketing are done um, with our graphic designers in house. Um, so that's all kind of cool. We don't we don't have an agency doing that as well. Um, but yeah, all of our marketing right now is is in house, and it's all done by our marketing team. So it's a lot of work going on in that department. Oh yeah. Cool. Ever mm -hmm. thought about customized socks? So we actually do custom socks. Um, yeah. It's a it's a massive part of our brand. It's just not spoken about as much, of course. Kind of when we uh, do the the public speaking about Endure, it's all about the the flashy brand side. Um, but we do have a, a massive custom sock business. Um, again, it started from day one of the business, and uh, it has kind of fueled um, our ability to build the brand that that you all, that you see today. Um, but yeah, huge custom sock business. Um, we have a custom sock team that's in house as well, um, and. Uh, Yeah, we we have a lot of great partnerships through that. Um, we work with really big companies, kind of Red Bull, CCM, um, a lot of universities around the world. Uh, so it's it's a very um, extensive business for us, and and it definitely helps us um, do what helps us enable us to do what we what we do. So if I come as a company, uh, I could say uh, I would need how many is the minimum of custom socks? Uh, our minimum. Our minimum is uh, 60 pairs. 60 pairs. Well, wow, that's that's mm -hmm. that's that's absolutely okay. It's not not that big. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you ever think about putting something like an online configurator on 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 your website for those B 2 B orders? Um. So B 2 B. Um. If you're kind of talking about, I guess more like. Uh, like a wholesale or, or a company yeah, coming that wants custom to... socks as a as a um, advertising present or something like that oh, from okay. a company. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. So for custom socks, um, what we are trying to develop right now is um, kind of like a let's call it an editor or a make it yourself tool. Um, mm -hmm. So you'd you'd be able to go onto the custom sock website um, and actually 
design your own custom sock through through an editor that we would create. And then that would kind of spit it out to our design team, um, which would then go to our manufacturing process. So that is something that we're trying to develop right now. But but as of um, right now, we have some designers in-house um, and they take the custom sock project all the way from the first point of contact with the customer through all of the design process and then through the ordering process as well. Mm-hmm. And um, how do you um, uh, work with 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 the shipping and uh, and all this kind of stuff with automations? How important are those automations for you, and what could you automate so far? Yeah, so automations. We in our company we use a lot of automations mm-hmm. for um, obviously kind of the small tasks here and there. Um, automations are are a little bit new for us. Um, we're kind of like a, a very scrappy team. We're a young, a young team. Um, and so in the beginning days, it was kind of the whole mentality of, you know, we'll do it all ourselves. We'll get it done eventually. Um, but as we've grown, obviously, in size with people um, and, and volume, we've had to add those automations. And so um, we do have the most, probably the most automations that we do have um, are going to come through our customer service channels right now. Uh, we have a lot of you know pre-written responses, things that tag, things that that shoot things there that notify us that um, in in different spots. And so that's going to be where the most automations are. As for kind of the operational side of the business right now, um, we're definitely working on building those automations. Um, as volume gets gets higher and higher, we we definitely need that help. Um, but yeah, we we definitely have a few here and there, and and they they serve their purpose. Um, but working on building those. Mm-hmm. Um, regarding marketplaces, do you sell on our marketplaces like Amazon or any other kind of marketplace? No. So right now, um, we're just direct to consumer off of our own mm-hmm. uh, website. Um, we never really wanted to go down the whole kind of wholesale retail. Um, aspect. Um, we always wanted to keep the product with us. We wanted to be able to market it the way we wanted to market, sell it the way we wanted to sell it. Um, one of our operating principles at Endure um, is we want to always move quickly and efficiently. Um, and we find that that when we kind of open our marketplaces to things like Amazon um, or other online retailers, uh, we kind of lose that ability or that that autonomy to do that. Um, so no, we only sell through our own channels um, mm-hmm. and don't really have plans to kind of open that up right now. And do you feel that you're losing revenue by that or do you feel the opposite way? I don't think so. I, I think that the brand that we're creating and the, and the product that kind of um, elevates that, that message is it, it's authentic and it's genuine. Um, and I, I think that the reason people purchase our socks you know the reason people might come and purchase our socks at first is be because of the performance aspect or the quality aspect but i think people kind of stay with the brand or continue to be a loyal customer because of that genuine aspect um and i don't think we're necessarily losing revenue by not opening up to different marketplaces or different selling channels um i mean we could be who, who you know you never really know um, but for us it's it's super important that we remain authentic to our customers and and I think that 
kind of opening up those marketplaces, you you definitely lose the authenticity. You become you become a number of a product instead of um, you know a real genuine product. Um, so I think for us, that's that's super important as a core value as as a company um, that we want our products to always be sold by us and marketed by us. And um, do you do you acquire customers with paid ads, or how do you win your customers? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we definitely have uh, a couple funnels. Of course, we have uh, an acu acquisition funnel um, that's through kind of email, um, Facebook, Google. Um, and yeah, we're definitely we're definitely running paid ads um, through multiple uh, platforms. Um, but yeah, our, our marketing team would would handle most of that. Um, yeah, we definitely have both like paid acquisition as well as just organic growth. Uh, both teams in-house working on that. And um, if you could um, give one special tip to um, the e-commerce store owners, maybe also the ones on Shopify, what would you recommend a store owner um, to do to increase their revenue or to win more customers? I think the biggest thing um, that we've seen over the years um, and that we've had to learn uh, step by step um, is just always dialing in um, how your website functions for your customer, um, especially on the mobile side. Um, we're seeing more and more people are shopping online through their phone as opposed to desktop. Um, and I think something that our development team does a really great job of is always uh, designing for the mobile version first, just so we can always ensure that the, most of the traffic going through that uh, form of purchasing, it, it looks good and it, it's, a, it's a good experience for them. Um, and then the desktop. But yeah, I would say just always dialing in how your, how your website functions for the customer. Um, get Kind of get out of your head of being uh, an owner or an operator um, and into the head of, of, of a customer. If I was to land yeah. on this website for the first time, is it easy for me to buy your, pro your product? Do I understand what your product is? Um, what's the flow of the website? How many clicks do I have to take to get to that checkout page? That would be probably the thing that, that I would recommend the most. Mm -hmm. um, thank you very much. It's really helpful. Um, The last question for the day, um, who has taught you the most about e-commerce in your career? <laughs> so uh, I thought about this question um, a lot. Uh, my, my answer is going to have to be uh, our CEO and founder, Rob Fraser. Uh, yeah. sounds, sounds a bit you know, cheesy, right? Like, oh, of course your, your CEO is, is the <laughs> one. But no, he... Um, he he came from very interesting roots. He he was a professional athlete for the majority of his life. Um, decided to step away from sport, um, and then decided to do something crazy and that start a business uh, all by himself. Um, and he's built it really from from the ground up. And of course, has onboarded uh, very very special team members, myself included, um, to help him build this vision um, and this brand and and. Uh, The, the great thing about Rob is that uh, he he's never afraid to kind of take risks um, and, and he definitely teaches all of his employees uh, that kind of mentality as well. 
And I think that with e-commerce, things move so quickly. Things can change in a day that you have yes. to be a risk taker. Yeah, you have to be a risk taker naturally. Um, and I think that's something that Rob's really great at, at you know, managing. Um, and, he, and he's taught all of us how to, how to kind of manage being good risk takers because you can definitely be a bad risk taker as well. Uh, but yeah, I'd say Rob has taught me the most about e-commerce. Um, he, uh, he's a very genuine person. He, uh, he's, he's a great at teaching. <laughs> um, and, he, and he's definitely, yeah, he's brought me into this world and, uh, believed in me to do, do what I do best. And, uh, yeah. That's awesome. Thank you very much. Um, and for your background, as you studied something completely different uh, and your yeah. CEO brought you to the company. So um, <laughs> absolutely clear um, that you learned most about e-commerce. Um, yeah. Thank you very much for your time. It was really a pleasure talking to you. And uh, guys, if you, if you need cool and outstanding socks, then let's hop over to an andorapparel.com and get your socks subscription there. Uh, really amazing, mm -hmm. amazing uh, designs. And um, also what I learned um, here from, from, from this interview today, uh, be creative. So um, it's, it's, I think it's, it's important to be um, creative um, and, and uh, yeah, focus on, on your product. Um, I think, um, What you did is to have just that available. Uh, this and and and, uh, and a few scarves that I've seen or whatever accessories it are. Um, it really being on on that point, that specific product, specialize on that. Um, it it can really help you grow. Very interesting approach from you was that uh, you're not selling on marketplaces, and the intention behind why you why you are not selling on marketplaces is really um, seldom that I hear. Brands um, with 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 not selling on on marketplaces, um, and it's it's a very interesting approach. And I wish you best of luck with that, um, as it is completely um, yeah, it's it's different um, for a brand like yours. Thank you very much. Have a great time. Awesome. Thanks for having me. And that's it for this episode of the Ecom Ops Podcast. If you enjoyed listening and would like us to find and interview more e-commerce operations experts, please search for EcomOps Podcast in your favorite podcast listening app and then subscribe, rate, and review. Until next time.